Welcome to the weekly reboot, your Friday debrief of things we've heard and seen coming from the outdoor community here in Melbourne and beyond. So there are just a few things I want to mention today, Tony. First of all, at the end of this podcast, you'll get the tail end of a discussion I have with Mike Kuhn. The full interview will be published as a bonus episode. Another bonus episode. Another bonus episode. <laughs> so many bonuses. The full interview will be published as a bonus episode at five o'clock. He's also got a blog, which I will put the link in this show notes, called Enterprise Aikido, which starts off, I've been thinking a lot about how to help align management behaviours to support organisational agility. I found him really great to talk to. I would say like-minded with us and also look out for the bonus episode, which is entirely Mike talking about working with big consultancies, which was a good interview. I want to post a blog of Renee Troughton's, which is called Why Safe is Not the Scaled Agile Approach You Need. It's a real goodie in terms of a considered post rather than um, Mm -hmm. just another safe hater. And also on the topic of Renee, I'll be seeing her in a few weeks for the podcast. So I'm excited to get her view on what it's like being in BCG and working with them. This one is kind of related. Jürgen Apello, whose bio says he's a successful entrepreneur, top 100 leadership speaker, top 50 management expert and author of four books and also a Dutch guy. He also, one of his books is Management 3.0. Heard of him, Tony? A few times. <laughs> no, very much. He's, he's um, just releasing a new, a new app to do with Scaled Agile Change. Yes, interesting that. His blog that I'm going to put a link to is Can Big Consultancies Deliver Agile Transformations, which is kind of topical given what we've been talking a bit about in the last few weeks. It's quite a good blog by him. Although I noticed and other people have noticed that he was also selling his own stuff within the blog. Um, and after bagging out PowerPoint slides, he finished with, guess what, a slide. So I thought that was quite ironic. Hey, Tony, I'm Agile Famous. Are you? Well, Barry O'Reilly accepted my LinkedIn request. <laughs> and then proceeded to send me all his links to all his books and workshops. Of course. But anyway, um, I'm going to read the book, as I said in the previous episode, and I also sent him back a link to our podcast. So shout out to Barry if you're listening in today. Hey, Barry. (laughs) Um, Who have you collected, Tony, as an Agile Famous person in your tweets or conversations? Um, I don't know if I've really collected any this week. Um, I've had a very uh, information information diet this Mm. week. Yeah, have a detox over over the uh, long weekend. One tweet that I saw, which I loved, was about it was from Hacker Noon. Dressing down has contributed and will continue to contribute to the disruption of hierarchies, standardisation, and proceduralisation. Pretty happy with that. I like wearing t-shirts. Oh, that, so I saw something else dressing about gowns. not wearing a suit or a tweet about change will never be delivered by people who constrain themselves wearing suits. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of an experiment that Glenn Davies did at Australia Post where he just stopped wearing business casual or business attire and just started turning up in jeans, jeans and a t-shirt. And he, had a little, he had a little tracker going on a whiteboard. Every day he would just stand up and put a mark on it every time someone asked him why he was wearing jeans. And then eventually mm. people just stopped asking and everyone just started wearing jeans. Yes. Jeans went viral. Yeah, the day after he um, turned up in jeans, I turned up in jeans. Brilliant. So thanks, Glenn. <laughs> Love your work. So, it's the 10th birthday bash this Saturday. Mm -hmm. And it'll be great to rub shoulders with the Scrum and Agile user community. I'll be doing a quick reflection talk, which, guess what, I'll record for this podcast podcast as well. 
so we'll probably put that on next week I think that's probably enough because we've got a bonus episode that will be published about an hour after this one so look out for that one in your podcast apps or go to rebootco forward slash podcasts and that's it from me cool okay see you Tony au revoir have a great week and Anyway, at the end of our chat, Mike Coon talked to me just a little bit about mob programming and I got to talk a little bit about what we do. So he turned the tables on me and asked me questions instead of me just interviewing him. Yeah, so I feel like I did all the talking, which I <laughs> generally That's I'd rather It's kind hear. of an interview uh, format, so I'm pretty good at getting info out of people. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but ask me whatever you like. Yeah, so usually I'd like to uh, understand what it is that you're doing and, and trying to do and, and kind of what's the struggle that, uh, yeah, or okay. if there is one today. Um, so it's interesting where we're trying to work on our pitch to make more sense to clients, what we think our destiny is, what we feel like we've, we've, we've come to this earth to try and achieve is transforming working environments. So people love their work. Mm-hmm. So we're really inspired by, I guess, something that Murray talked about as well, which is he felt his life improved when he started using these mm-hmm. ways of working in teams. And um, Tony and I and, and the small group of people we work with, we're pretty aligned to it's got to feel good, the team's mm-hmm. got to be loving it, psychological safety is, is big for us. So we teach all of the practices and the tools and the techniques and we run boot camps and we do all of that. Mm-hmm. but. We devote a lot of time to um, getting the teams high-performing by doing things like working agreements and getting the teams really small and very cross-functional mm-hmm. and um, yeah, treating treating the work as the whole team's trying to achieve the goal. So we've both nice. worked in big corporates a lot, so we, we know the kind of cookie-cutter agile teams that has four devs, two QAs, one BA, one iteration manager and all of that jazz. Um, yeah. But... More recently, we're inspired by kind of ultra-small teams, mm-hmm. a lot more design thinking, lean mm-hmm. experimentation, and, yeah, getting teams performing around those kind of goals. Are you familiar with mob programming at all? Yes. I've been to um, Woody's talk. I went oh. to Yao a couple of years ago. I haven't had the chance to do it myself. I would love to. I had a couple of teams at REA that after that talk, we're inspired to do a bit of that as well. And your I, experience with my programming? A few a few sessions with Woody at different times, um, spending some time with uh, Llewellyn Falco uh, doing some stuff. And I had some teams when I was VP of development that we had kind of organically come into a mob programming mm-hmm. way of working. And so we really needed to be doing that in order to get the uplift and stuff. So it worked out very well. And then I learned about mob programming and, and searched that out. But in, at the team level, it's, it's brilliant and uh, great for all of those kinds of things that you were just mentioning. But one of the things I didn't say before is I love the team level stuff, but most of my focus th- these days is senior manager director executive level trying to trying to figure out how we can help those folks to cre- to create the environment that's supportive of the agile teams yeah so that's kind of where my my yeah. focus has been yeah and we, are you guys involved in that at all yeah or? we sort of do a bit of system of work work where we work on constructing with the client co-designing a system of work that will support the teams that they want un- underneath them 
when you talk about mm. challenges, I would say customers are still trying to buy. We want the agile. So the challenge is, I guess, moving the conversation beyond middle managers, showing mm-hmm. their executives that they're doing the agile and moving it out into other areas of the organisation. I'm interested in reading Barry O'Reilly's latest book, actually, Unlearned, because I know that, do you, do you know, he did Lean Enterprise as well, but he's, yeah. he's just about always well, launching Unlearn. And I love what he does, taking the exec into design thinking space. Yes, I would love to feel like I was powerful enough to make that happen for all my clients. I wouldn't necessarily say we're gurus at that yet. That's an area where the consultancies can really, if they'll, if they'll embrace it and, and have the chat, uh, the consultancies can really provide the access and, mm. and you know, the access and loan some, some credibility to folks, because what I'm experimenting with now, uh, to the extent that I can, is the idea of using the existing structures in an enterprise, because enterprises are all structured up for encouraging and discouraging behaviors. Mm. So those structures exist, and they're well-proven, and they've been working for a long time, and they're hard to get rid of. So the experiment is, can we change the content of those things. So for instance, we've got management KPIs and I, I wrote about this. I did a really short blog post on this, but we've got management KPIs already. And, uh, those are generally tied to people's comp and, you know, all these things, even though comp is a terrible way to, uh, move behavior, but it's, it's the, it's, it's the structure that exists. But if you, if you start moving those KPIs towards the things that support agile, so things like how many layers of communication are there between the person who needs the thing and the person who makes the thing lower is better. How many within your sphere of control, how much, how many uh, projects or efforts do you have in flight at one time? Try to encourage work in progress limits, try to encourage focus I have one, how much time, how much time are your teams setting aside to learn? So the idea is if you change the content of those KPIs, then we can unleash the creativity of the managers mm. because they, they're going to figure out how to do it yeah. to, to encourage for behaviors that will uh, support agile ways of working at the team level. Yeah. Well, listen, it's been, it's been lovely to talk to you. I will send you the um, link to my blog post where I talk about that. Awesome. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for the interview. And I'll just stop recording now. To subscribe to the weekly reboot, hit subscribe in your podcast platform or get it delivered to your inbox weekly by dropping us a line at rebootme at rebootco.com.au and we'll look forward to hearing from you there. And from all of us, we hope you've had yourself a wonderful weekend.